everyone welcome back to model student i'm your host alexander rain and today i just wanted to talk <laughs> i guess i like i always do because i have a podcast but i wanted to um i kind of feel like i'm phoning a friend right now and that's how i want this to be oh my gosh there's a tiktok and it's of this person and they're like the caption is like your one friend that like I don't know leaves you a voicemail and like thinks you're the main character or something like that and they go mademoiselle oh I miss you I'm just in the streets and just thought of you and like it's the most like absurd thing but I kind of feel like that's maybe like the energy I'm about to exude um but nonetheless thank you for being here thank you so much for listening to me thank you so much also for the handful of people who um I I was about to say who have followed me on Instagram but that's not like the leading point who have followed me on Instagram but have also sent me really really kind messages about the podcast and um it's been so nice like getting to know you guys better even when you correct my spanish there's this one really lovely girl who's from i think either wait let me double check where she's from okay she's from spain okay i thought spain but i had a moment of doubt and anyways we've been conversing back and forth and i sent her audio message of me trying to speak in spanish and it was absolutely horrendous but it's been really like I don't know I feel like I'm it's just like crazy like it's just so cool that you guys actually take the time to listen to me and I mean thanks I'll stop gushing about it because I really am like the most sappy sentimental person and can make honestly like an (laughs) hour-long episode just like talking about my gratitude um but that's not what this episode is about this episode is um just I'm moving to LA I'm driving down I live in Utah so I'm driving down in a day and it's so exciting and so crazy and I mean the first time I went to LA I was about 11 and I like I loved it just because it's so different from Utah and there's it's just I mean, it's a city, obviously, and it it just, I don't know, and then as I continue to visit um, LA, like, throughout high school, I love, I mean, the dance studios there were just, like, next level, so I'd go, to, like, to the edge or the sweat spot when it was still open, I'm so sad the sweat spot closed, and it was just, like, I mean, listen, I hate to be, <laughs> hate to be the person that's, like, the energy is just so different, but it is, it's, I don't know, I just feel like everyone there is so creative and moving with purpose and listen like I definitely like I see LA also for what it is like I recognize the traffic I recognize that like especially I remember being 11 and going down to like Hollywood Hollywood like where the um star walk is what is that called the walk the walk of stars I don't know and being like oh this is it like the glints and glamour and like the disillusionment of LA has faded for me but there's always been something really enjoyable for LA about LA for me and I went out actually last summer for a month I went out to LA 
and I was still in university at this point, so I was taking classes online, and I'd gone out just for a month because um, I was working still, and I had a lease in Utah, and anyways, I just thought I'd give it a, a month try, and it was a slow month, like, for work, like, I just had a couple of castings, but it was also, like, the most peaceful and happy month of that whole year, and I just, I love it, I have family out there, and I'm really lucky too and anyways but I'll backtrack a little bit so the reason why I'm going out to LA other than I have just always wanted to live there um is I do have a modeling agency I'm signed with photogenics and I really 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 love photo I love all my modeling agencies but meeting with photogenics I met with them at 2019 I had gone out for um a Harry Styles concert his one night only at the forum for his love on it was it was the night that fine line had come out and it wasn't like love on tour hadn't started he was just I think it was literally just called one night only at the forum I don't know I can't remember the like proper name anyway so I had bought tickets to go see Harry Styles by myself and um I was let's see 19 I had just signed with my mother agency Naya I think in July or August so a few months prior and um I had you know messaged them said I'm gonna be out LA at this time like if you could if there's any way for me to meet with like LA agency that would be awesome if not like whatever and so I ended up meeting with just two agencies and um all you need is the one and I met with photogenics at their old office at the time this was obviously pre-covid and I I mean I I it was just it felt so natural and it really like I remember I met with Marcus at the time who was one of my agents and it was just the most kind of natural conversation like it we talked about so much more outside of modeling like it was just really fun and then I met with another agency and anyways I ended up signing with photogenics and I'm certainly glad that I did but um then obviously like the pandemic happened and um like the market was really weird and I you know everything was just so weird with COVID and I was still in school and I just wanted to finish school and I I think while I was still in university was really hesitant to like commit fully to modeling out of like several reasons out of like really wanting like stability of the stability that having a degree can provide and also just like that was like conventional like that was conventional that was what was comfortable that was what was expected um like of me you don't have to go to college but it was always something I knew I was going to do and something that I wanted to see through and then also too I think um my self-esteem was not (laughs) great I had signed like had signed to agencies before I had gone to therapy and going to therapy has like fundamentally helped me in so many ways but also in confidence and in knowing myself and you know all of the reasons that going to therapy is encouraged but um I feel like this is the first like like declaration or like step of like okay I'm ready for this like I I'm going to be spending the whole summer in LA and then um as of now I'm planning on going to New York in the fall for fashion week and 
all of that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. And I guess I just wanted to give like this almost like a prologue episode of, I don't know. It just feels so surreal. I also too wanted to talk about, it's something that I've been wanting to do and maybe perhaps I'll do a whole like dedicated episode on this topics like just individually but about comparison because I was you know the past couple years or really even before I had signed to an agent have seen you know other models go out to LA and be signed and they're booking this and they're booking that and their life's just like so fun and obviously jealousy felt inevitable and I think something that I'm actually quite obviously I still compare like I just think that's somewhat inevitable like naturally you're gonna see someone and kind of compare I don't know I think that's natural like I don't I don't know if it's completely unavoidable is what I'm trying to say but prior to I would like compare and like be so frustrated or get down on myself or really like just go into deep self-loathing and now I feel like I'm able to the past couple of years have been able to see something really awesome and instead of like feeling jealous or acknowledging like oh yeah I'm jealous of that like I wish I was doing that also have like there's a sense of acceptance of if something like this is meant to happen for me it will happen or like in my friend one of my best friends Rachel has a tattoo on her arm that says in due time and I just love that so much like in due time if this is like if this is supposed to happen if I'm supposed to be doing this if I'm supposed to work with this company like in due time and I think it's so tricky with like modeling because listen <laughs> you really don't have you can't control how other people perceive you like, it, like that's I think maybe the biggest thing um you have to accept coming into an industry like this and of course there's like presentation and you can work on yourself and there's personal development and but at the same time it's like you can't drive yourself crazy over like why didn't I book this or why is this model getting to work with this company but I'm not and how come yada 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 and so the reason why I bring up comparison too is because I for so long have seen models in LA or like friends of mine that have moved to LA and modeled and have been like I wish like I wish I was doing that I wish I was doing that and there was always something that held me back and like yes there was like logistical reasons like I was in school I couldn't afford to or I didn't mentally feel ready which is absolutely so valid like my confidence I I I just wasn't ready and that's in an upcoming episode I recorded an episode with Jada Jones who is phenomenal and my god what a name like Jada Jones that's just such a superstar name Um, But we talked about this in that episode of like, if you like, okay, I'm just going to use like the, the uh, vernacular, like manifestations, like say you're manifesting something like, um, I don't know, like moving to LA and becoming a model or even something bigger, like booking a big campaign, booking a movie deal, booking like whatever. And you know, you can really want that, but you have to ask yourself, am I ready for that? And I think that's like maybe what gets lost in translation when we talk about ideal self or higher self or um I I mean this in like the TikTok way the very like not just like very simple way of like you have to I'm not really like deep into manifestation TikTok anymore like that um uh that like philosophy like I I 
that again is a whole nother episode in and of itself but I feel like a lot of times people say like when you're manifesting you have to be your ideal self and like you need to like show up as her before you can be her it was always like what the hell does that mean but I think I cracked the code this makes sense for me maybe you've understood (laughs) you have to show up as her before you can be her but it's like if you are not ready for that movie deal if you're not ready to move to LA if you're not like you have to be ready and for me I was not ready to commit to a summer in LA or commit fully to modeling because I was in school. I was worried about stability. Financially, it felt kind of scary. It was also like, I think I held myself back in a lot of ways and I'm so glad I had agents who who have always believed in me and have... Um, you know, kind of nurtured me. I mean, that's the beauty of a mother agency in that way. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. It's just, I think there's a lot of impatience that I've had in the past of like, well, why am I not there going back to the comparison? Like, why is that not me? Why am I not booking this deal? And it's like, babes, you weren't ready. Mentally, you weren't ready. Mentally, you're not where you need to be. And now I am. And also, listen, there is the other side of that unquote being ready is like, you're never going to be fully ready, right? Like you sometimes just have to take the leap of faith. It's a leap of faith and it's a fine balance. I do think there's like very logistical things. I mean, with my background with, um, you know, there was financial instability in my childhood and yada, yada, yada. If you want the full spiel, read my book, Growing Pains. Um, it always feels so weird to plug it, but I'm also like, I'm not going to explain like, <laughs> like 11 years of trauma and like in 30 seconds in podcast episodes. So if you want to know more, by all means, read Growing Pains. My parents were addicted and naturally what comes with that is a lot of instability. And I think instability, especially as it relates to finances, is always something that has scared me. And I think because of that, I've always been less risky, which that isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I also think there is some honesty and some transparency with you know, you see models, and this is no shade whatsoever, but it's like, oh yeah, well, they're able to move to New York because their parents are supporting them, and that's a great, fantastic thing if you have parents that are able to support you. Celebrate that. I would, I literally was just in the car with my friend Gretchen. We were talking about nepotism babies, and I said I would do it too for a check. Like, absolutely, if I could be a nepotism baby, if I could if I was a trust fund baby, you rest assured I would move to New York in a heartbeat model, like no questions asked, no fear. But when you don't have that, when you're not a trust fund baby and like, listen, I've been like, I had to fill out a dependency override for university, which essentially said like, my parents haven't been financially supporting me for X amount of years. Like they haven't, I have not been dependent on them. And instead of looking at their taxes, which I don't, at that point, I wasn't even in contact with my mom. I had no idea where she was. It's like, look at my taxes instead. So for those of us girlies who are dependency override babes, it's a little harder to do these like ambitious leaps of faith. And I guess I just wanted to acknowledge that. And also like, be real with that and also be transparent in that like I will be I mean I have like actually I'm so stoked I'm starting a writing internship in July that's remote but like I'm modeling at least for now is not my sole form of income the goal is to make it but it's also like you know I'm still very much in the like genesis of my career the beginning phases and so like I'm not gonna come on here not that I think anyone is thinking this of me but 
you know, like it's not, it's, I'm going to be having an internship. I'll probably get a second job in addition to that. And then we'll see how modeling goes. And I also think too, just circling back to the comparison thing, because that's just really been something that's been on my mind is, um, there's a lot and listen, like we know this, we hear this over and over, but I feel like it's also so important to restate like eight times over is Instagram is not real life. Like, and there was actually a TikTok that said, um, and I hate that I like, <laughs> like, like quote TikTok so much, but I, I do and I'm just going to accept it. But anyways, there was a TikTok who said from a girl who's living in New York, like, don't be fooled. Like a lot of the creative people you see on here or like whatever are working like two to three side jobs on the side to like make their dreams possible. And I was like, wait, yeah, because we don't talk about that. Or maybe we do, but I don't know. I, when I see people post on Instagram or TikTok, like, day in the life of a model, day in the life of an actor, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're, like, yes, they're, you are, they're pursuing their dream full-time, but also, like, in a very logistical standpoint, they likely are working, you know, another job. Because you kind of just have to until you, quote, make it big, but... Another thing I want to say, just as like a little footnote for the comparison subject, is something that I've done lately whenever I catch myself being, <laughs> kind of exposing myself, like just about people on Instagram or if I see like somebody book a job with like a campaign or like with a company that I really want or, you know, whatever, I always will like swipe up on the story and say I'm, and it's not, this isn't like insincere, like genuinely like, I am so proud of you. I am so stoked for you. Like, holy cow. And, you know, these are a lot of girls who I either share an agency with, or like a mother agency, or know them personally and whatever. And I think part of why I do that is to also, like, reframe my perspective. Because it isn't a competition. I like to operate on, like, the fundament that we, there's enough space for everyone. There's enough room in this industry for everyone there. It doesn't need to be, we don't need to be mean and competitive and cut each other down. And like, if another girl from my agency booked a job that I wanted, like I should celebrate that for her or for him or for them or whoever it is, you know. So that's just a side thing. Because listen, I think also too, like now feeling comfortable pursuing or saying that I'm pursuing modeling full-time, like, it's just, like, you have to, there has to be little tricks and hacks to keep yourself mentally sane, and not to get into this, like, um, echo chamber of, like, comparison, and, like, self-cruelty, and, um, I think part of that is, like, celebrating other people like genuinely feeling excited for them having hobbies outside of modeling for me that's reading and writing um my friend Gracie may just texted me having friends that aren't in modeling like it's so fun to have friends that model and that get it and that can relate to you in that way and like know innately how shitty it feels to have a casting that just like went awful and like <laughs> the casting directors like didn't give you like a second of the day like it's nice to have people that understand that but it's also so 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 important to have people who aren't in the industry so that's my side that aside that aside um what I really wanted this episode to be 
because it's kind of gotten luxury is I just wanted to talk about um my hopes for the summer you know on my manifestation girl bullshit but and I also you know I keep saying like I'm gonna do a separate episode about comparison I'm gonna do a separate episode about manifestation but to hell with it let's just talk about it now at least very briefly with manifestation here's what I think about manifestation Listen, I, when I was in high school (laughs) and was like in massive denial of my anxiety of the trauma that was going on, re my mom's addiction, X, Y, and Z, I was so into like the manifestation, like law of attraction, um, like very whimsical side of it because I think it was just such a good escape and also gave me a false sense of control that like... Because did I manifest that my mom would become an addict? I almost just said no, I did not. I absolutely didn't. But the idea of like, while all these terrible things were happening to me, that I could like manifest a dream world. Like, of course, that appealed to me as a 17-year-old. Absolutely. I think I've gotten, not cynical, because I'm still pretty like, I consider myself an optimistic person. Um... But I think I've gotten, I've maybe grown up a little <laughs> and have, have accepted the awful things that have happened to me and have also recognized them as being something outside of my control. That being said, I have read all of the like, you are a badass book and have listened to, I'm trying to think of other, oh my gosh, I used to, I'm not even kidding, this is so funny to me. I used to listen to like, on YouTube, I would search up, I don't even know, like inspirational motivational talks right but these were the talks where people were screaming like I'm talking like they would oh my gosh I want to find one so bad let me okay beep 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 beep. sorry I'm phoning a friend and by phoning a friend I mean I'm looking up YouTube right now to see if I can find like they were like the um like not hype beast ones but oh how do I explain okay looking up motivational speech like success okay like manifestation okay yes motivation hub if you look up motivation hub on youtube this was the kind of stuff i was like listening to as i would drive to my like to dance to the studios so the first one that comes up it's time to get after it powerful motivational speech for success eric thomas motivation the mindset of high achievers powerful motivational powerful motivational video for success I will get through this best motivational speech on success, law of attraction coaching. Like, you know, kind of what I'm talking about, (laughs) or I hope you get an idea. I used to listen to like literally like people screaming at me, like those videos are like usually high intensity and there's always like really dramatic, like violin music in the back. Um, That aside, I (laughs) would like, I was in, like I was in thick of it you guys like I actually never watched The Secret but like I was very familiar with its um like fundaments I guess you could say and but I think the thing is what um and listen if that works for you absolutely all the more power to you like get your crystals charge them in the full moon write down like absolutely fully 100% I think the way that I think of like manifesting now it's just like kind of like a more operative way of goal setting so one knowing what you want like thinking about it yada 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 envisioning it 
and we'll get into it because I'm gonna be referencing a Pinterest board that I made and a playlist that I made as well and like conceptualizing visualizing that makes sense you have to know what the goal is before it happens but instead of being passive about it mm, no not anymore it's more like okay I want this how can I practically do this how can I practically take steps for this I want to model in LA I want to be a model I visualize that I have the Pinterest board called dream girl question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark as well as a star is born what are the other ones I have um Hollywood social like I have all you guys like we're talking about Pinterest mood board dream boards visualization I have it unlocked I trust me it's been unlocked but you can't just like let that be it it's like okay I want to be a model I'm going to get signed to an agency I'm going to make sure I get signed to an agency that I feel like best represents me that has my best interest in heart yada 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 I'm going to make sure that I am going back to it quote ready for when these opportunities happen whether that's mentally working towards confidence and self-acceptance I'm going to do that if that's working on poses if that's working on um being in front of a camera then I'm going to do that do you know what I mean um anyways and then of course it's you know there are different things like in my recovering perfectionist episode I referenced like getting a wanting a 4.0 and that was like I literally had a post that had like 4.0 written on it and then like top law schools because this is when I thought I wanted to go to law school and it was like I the quizlets rest assured were showing that I was working towards that goal anyways the reason why I bring up manifestation and the whole point that I've been trying to make throughout this which I haven't even touched on is that this goes without saying and I think this is widely accepted but I also don't know if it's stated is that there's a certain amount of privilege that you have to have to quote be able to manifest and what I mean by this if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs which I think well it's like a food pyramid basically and like it breaks it down so like I think there's about like five sections perhaps and at the very top there's self-actualization which you know, we could hearken that to like what the manifestation girl boss babes are trying to reach, like myself, when they make all these Pinterest boards, right? But like, I think there are just undertones of like manifestation that kind of irritate me. Like, like you're, and it kind of goes back to like, yeah, listen, I'm not going to go on a whole spiel, but like, you're not working hard enough, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, like blah, 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 like that kind of, those whole manifestate, manifest, wait, man, I almost just said manifestation issues, manifestos, um, and okay, the reason why I bring this up is because, and it circles back to like the being ready thing, and what I mean by that is like, or what I was talking about, like feeling like the need for stability but my god I'm jumping like eight steps ahead of myself let me go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs at the top you have self-actualization at the bottom you have basic things like your food and water and then it advances to like um like shelter and then it has um like love and acceptance and then it has there's like another one in the middle that I'm forgetting phoning a friend again Uh uh-oh not me graduating with psychology and not remembering Maslow's hierarchy of needs okay The bottom one is, so bottom to the top, it goes physiological needs. That means air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, reproduction, safety needs, 
personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. Next one, love and belonging, friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection, and then esteem, respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, freedom, and the top being self-actualization, which is desire to become um, the one that, the most that one can be. And so I didn't, I actually don't have any, and you can probably tell, I don't have anything like any talking points written down for this episode because I just was going to see what happened, hope for the best, you know, Jesus take the will, but um, it really, Maslow's hierarchy of needs really connects back to what I was saying about the comparison thing about, like, feeling like I couldn't have made this jump to move to LA for the summer for a number of reasons, and I, I mean, my physiological needs have always been met, my safety needs have always been met, it's love and belonging and esteem that get a little bit, a little bit sticky for self-actualization. But now I feel like I've secured that. I've secured love and belonging. I feel like self-esteem will always ebb and flow for me as someone who has <laughs> mental illness. Thank you, general anxiety disorder. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I just think, like, to come on here and say, like, I feel great. I feel 100%, 100% of the time is a, a blatant lie. Like, I, ebbs and flows. Um, but all of this is to say, let me, like, kind of trace out my span of thoughts. Moving to L.A. Couldn't have moved to L.A. because I wasn't ready before. Comparison. Seeing people that were doing what I wanted to do, getting frustrated, moving to a place of, yes, comparing, but then celebrating the other person, manifesting. Have I been manifesting this move to LA? Question mark. That's up. The jury's still out on that one. Did I manifest it or did I take like very practical steps, climbing up Maslow's hierarchy of needs to be able to, quote, self-actualize. It sounds so vain to be like, yeah, I've reached self-actualization. I'm moving to LA to model. Like, ah! I'm not saying that's like, <laughs> I don't, listen, I'm 22. Let me have some fun. Let me have some fun. Um, but that's kind of the train of thought. And the reason why I brought up manifestation in the first place is because what I wanted to talk about <laughs> On this episode, now 30 minutes in, was I made a Pinterest board and a playlist called Lights Up Summer. And I wanted to talk about this because in, like a couple months ago in spring, when spring came around, with changing of seasons, I like to I make just a lot of playlists <laughs> anyways. and um, But I like to make like a playlist for each coming season. A few summers ago, my fall playlist was called Changing Seasons. This year, it was called Oat Milk Chai. My winter playlist, there's one called Three Layers of Sweaters. And that's actually, that's like a great, it has like music from the Nutcracker, which I absolutely love. My summer playlist a couple of years ago was called Cloud Paint. Last year it was called Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. And they've always just been the kind of like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, vibes. But when spring came around this year, I made a, a Pinterest board called Canyon Moon Spring and a playlist that correlated with it and then following the theme of like Harry Styles songs this summer I like getting ready for like okay move to LA what do I want to happen what do like 
conceptualizing, right? I made a Pinterest board called Lights Up Summer. I have it pulled up now. And this is, I guess, like my manifest, my manifesto, my what I'm hoping for. We have a picture of, okay, pause one second. My friend Gretchen just texted me. We're all going to watch a movie. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I'm back. I just like briefly re uh, pause the recording. Gretchen and I are going to go watch a movie at Gracie Mays. <laughs> um, see, this is what I mean. This is just like a phone call from a friend. Anyways, on the Pinterest board, we have a photo of a pool. We have um, uh, pictures of Los Angeles. We have photos of being on set. We have pictures of books because last summer when I was in LA, I read six books that month and I want to be back on that same grind. We have photos of cameras. We have photos of stage four. We have um, beautiful, beautiful girls. We have dance studios. We have um, something, a picture that says a face in, there's a face in the crowd waiting to be found. Made me think of someone in the crowd from La La Land. So sorry. Actually, I've never grown out of my La La Land phase. When that movie came out, I made that a core part of my personality and it still very much is today um yeah sorry to everyone that followed me on instagram at that time because the captions were just la la land references um but yeah i mean there's a photo of the griffith there's a photo of like i don't know just fun set stuff just kind of like what i i don't know want my summer to look like and there's um a quote that says and I saw this a few years ago and I was like "Uh, okay yeah and I'll read it to you now it says if you obsess over whether you are making the right decision you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another the universe has no fixed agenda once you make any decision it works around that decision there's no right or wrong only series of possibilities that shift with each thought feeling and action you experience I know the um like the diction of like, oh, the universe, like doesn't resonate with some people, doesn't appeal with some people. You are seen, you are heard. Um, but I like this because, and if you've seen The Good Place, <laughs> I, there, I, Cheaty, I'm bringing up Cheaty, and for good reason, I took a personality test that had like literally all, like everyone that's been in any cinematic universe, like Anyways, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called character. But you take this personality assessment and then it matches you up with like literally every character ever. And it shows like who you are. Like you are 80% like this person. You are 70% like this person. Um, Chidi and I, I want to say we were in the 80 range. Like we are, they wrote that character around me, whether they know it or not. Um, Specifically his indecisiveness. I... Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I get it, Cheaty, absolutely, if I were, ooh, I don't want to spoil the show for anyone, so never mind, I'm not going to say that, but watch The Good Place if you haven't, it's actually genuinely one of my favorite shows, but he's notoriously indecisive, and listen, I am too, I think I've stated that about eight times in the past two minutes, but I think that's also part of the reason why I couldn't commit to modeling or to moving to LA for a certain amount of time or to New York or to whatever it may be because 
it's like, is, wait, is this the right decision? Am I going to regret this? Am I doing the wrong thing? And when I graduated from university, I had so much like post-grad anxiety of like, I don't know what to do. I want to do the right thing. And, you know, several panic attacks later and help from my aunt, psychiatrist, and, you know, the whole the whole team, it was like, okay, there is not necessarily a singular right answer and there isn't necessarily like you just have to do it and you just have to try or you just have to like wait because I mean I didn't move I went to New York after I graduated um because it like had a it was fashion week and so I went but I wasn't I didn't make the jump and sometimes you just have to assess and get your get a little bit further Maslow's hierarchy of needs before you make the move but nonetheless um yeah follow my Pinterest if you want or don't, it doesn't matter, but, um, I'm really super, super duper excited, and the playlist, I mean, the playlist is, like, things that probably only make sense for me, um, the first song we have on there, obviously, is Lights Up by Harry Styles, listen, when Lights Up came up, came out in fall, oh, Gretchen is here, oh my gosh, my friend Gretchen is here, pause, 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 I'm gonna go grab her, okay, oh my gosh, Gretchen's here, Hi, everyone. Special honor. Okay, I didn't tell you yet what I was talking about because I wanted you to be yeah. like surprised. Initial I was literally reaction. talking about Lights Up by Her Style. Stop. No, I fully was. No, because let's have that conversation. <laughs> no, Gretchen. Like, the one scene. I just want to know, A, what was the casting process like uh-huh. and why didn't I know about that Absolutely. casting process? And B... I literally did a whole analysis on it for one of my writing rhetoric classes. It was a visual rhetoric class. They said, pick something to analyze. It said, lights up by hairstyles. Mm-hmm. And I got an A. You, yeah. you yes. betcha I got an yeah. A. Yeah. I was talking about it because I've, I literally have just been rambling in this episode, as you can see, 37 I love minutes it. in. But I was talking about how when that came out in the fall of 2019, it like rocked my world oh i okay like the can whole i tell a story up. can Absolutely. i give a story time this story is, time okay so when it came out i feel like no one really knew it was coming out no, until like literally the day before yes exactly right? yes so i was on a i was going to new york yeah with my friend ellie and my friend ali shout, my out, cousin ellie ali. Ali. shout out ellie if you're listening to this i know ali's not listening to this because ali hates um, podcasts <laughs> no she doesn't hate podcasts but she's like she's not as like on the same level that Ellie and I are with, with Harry, Harry which is okay, you know. And we acknowledge and we accept okay. and we see you, we and see you're you so are brave seen, for that. You are loved. <laughs> you are accepted. But um, so yeah, I was flying to New York. I had the worst flight experience ever. American yeah. Airlines, if you're listening to this, no, they're trash. You. They're trash. My flight got delayed, got canceled, so many things. Anyway, I get to New York. I'm there, babe. I'm in, and I'm in the city. You're in the I get to my hotel room. I'm with Ellie, who's like my soul sister. Absolutely. Gets it. She's on my level. And literally, we see lights up. is out. And we are together. Also, she lives in Arizona, so we're never together. Yeah. But we were together in that moment. And we were in New York in that moment. It was like such a magical time. No, I was in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. It was everything. Because I remember. Like, I'll never forget it. I remember seeing the do you know who you are like yes. things all over and people were like what is this? Well, there was a what thing in this? New York that was in the Holland Tunnel and oh. they were like oh my gosh we need to go like yeah. it's literally and then there was a thing where you can type in your name and it yes. was like Alex you are like hurry good job with that one no yeah, marketing I, when I was in therapy <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> And I was really unwell. My therapist was like, when was the time that you were happiest? And I'm not kidding. I said, October 2019, Lights Up had just came out. I went 
to the beach that night for like a sunset swim with Gracie May of all people love, and that's like love. top top three best oh, moments I'll never of my forget life. it I'll never forget it that was like such a time it was such... like you it was like one of those you, had to, it was like, the 60s. you had to be there it was the 60s you had to be there <laughs> no it was amazing it really the was reason why... and that's why I think like fine line will always have like, that such era. a special yeah. place in my heart like that era like you know those tiktoks where they're like the fine line era and they're like making edits to them I'm like I'm no, actually crying I'm still in there I'm, still I'm like there. I'm crying sobbing yeah. to these I no, can't I know. do this I know I know the reason why I brought it, it was up... such a good time is because obviously, as they can tell, light stuff like fundamentally changed no, who literally, I am. Literally, but I did. I was saying last spring, so like a couple months ago, my whole manifesto was Canyon Moon Spring, and I made like a playlist mm-hmm. and I made a Pinterest board for my summer. It's lights up summer since I'm going to yeah. LA. Yeah. So thoughts on that? Yeah. What does no. lights up summer mean to you, Gretchen? I feel like lights up summer is like very like no or like it's confidence yes and it's no it's no worries about what other people think about you yes. and i think that yes. is what lights up summer is it's just like period being yourself and it's just like we're here babes we're here we're here and oh my gosh no i love we're queer just <laughs> we're here <laughs> wait i'm sorry the better help ad i've quoted it to you yeah. so many times wait Am I, I gay? I'm, I think I'm gay. Yeah. So happy Babe. Pride, everyone. Happy Pride Month, I guess. <laughs> happy Pride Month. Literally. Um, I think I've literally slayed this episode away. I think you have. Is I mean, there anything I've, else you want to add? I've been here for As like an honorary two seconds, guest. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. You have no idea. Lights I'm trying up by to bully Gretchen and Gracie into making a podcast. The thing is, though, is that's triggering because <laughs> Ellie, <laughs> Ellie, who I just talked about for 500 hours... Ellie, if she's watching this, and Ali, we tried to start a podcast. And did it not. And I'm it not flopped. kidding you. If any of those audio recordings ever <laughs> saw the light of day, I would literally have to turn myself in to, like, yeah. you know, the FBI. Somewhere. I'd have to be relocated. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. You'd go to an island. Yeah, you 100%. never return. 100%. No, it's, I can't yeah. let that out. It was so embarrassing. Also, I was, like banging on the table <laughs> like emphasizing my point and then i started bringing up like my like childhood trauma no, literally and it was like me in this episode so Gretchen. unprovoked like and literally i remember my cousin being like do you want to talk about this and i was like honestly i mean i'm already start. i've already started you literally just summarized Luckily, the no, podcast none of those are out so Gretchen, i literally was talking about, about my that. parents financial instability <laughs> episode so like it's out should yeah. i have a podcast people are like can you not bring up like your like, dead dad all the time and i'm like <laughs> you're like what about it what what do you want me to talk about no me with my mom's addiction i'm like this is half of my personality yeah, take me as i am or watch 100%. me as i go I, I had to deal with the trauma of at least at least what i can do is you know provide crack some jokes about <laughs> it at the same time like, come on. <laughs> no, when we were with Grant in the car. Like, <laughs> he was just... Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, everyone... Anyway. <laughs> peace, love, happiness, happy DM pride. DM me on Instagram if you want to see my dad's obituary. <laughs> I do have it. <laughs> we do have access. <laughs>